Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Elevate with MSWAF. I'm your host, Emily Swaffield, and this podcast is all about getting raw and real about what it really takes to get to where you want to be and elevate in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops. And if you like what you hear, please share the love, leave me a review and connect with me on Instagram where you can find me at mswaff, E-M-S-W-A-F-F. Reach out and tell me what you're loving or what topics you want to hear more about and just know that I am so grateful to have you listening in so we can go on this journey together. So let's dive in. Hey everyone, I hope you're all having a fantastic week. Uh, I hope that those of you that were celebrating Easter last weekend had an amazing long weekend. Uh, Chris and I got up to Byron Bay. It was so beautiful. Um, We were up there with a few friends and just had such a nice relaxing time uh, and catching up with people and eating lots of yummy food and all of that jazz. It was fantastic. So I feel very refreshed um, and ready to go back into a short week. So what I wanted to talk about today uh, on the podcast is about all or nothing uh, thinking. So this is a type of mentality or thought process called all or nothing. And why I want to talk about this particular topic this week is because I feel like if I had of you know, become more self-aware or had picked myself up on this sooner, I would have definitely achieved success uh, and reached my goals sooner in life than I have because all or nothing thinking and that type of mentality uh, has definitely held me back in the past. And when I reflect and I look back on, you know, times where I was really struggling and uh, really not, you know, getting to where I wanted to be in life, um, a lot of the thought process that I had at that time and the way, like my habits and my behaviors definitely stemmed back to this type of all or nothing thinking. So first of all, like, what is it? I'm going to tell you and dive into a little bit about like, what is this all or nothing um, type of thinking and mentality? And then we want to dive into, and then we're going to dive into like, why is it bad? Um, And why is it something that you definitely, if you relate to it uh, and find yourself doing it at times, want to really change that and pick up on it and be able to uh, improve on moving away from the all or nothing mentality. So basically it's thinking in extremes. Okay. So it definitely ties in with perfection, um, which I'll touch on a little bit later, but you know, thinking in extremes in the sense that like it's either perfection or failure. There's nothing in between. It's black and white. There's only two options. Doesn't allow for any kind of flexibility. It's simply all or nothing, good or bad, black or white. Uh, and that that's that. Um, so let me give you some examples for me. If I think back to like when I've had this kind of all or nothing thought processes and mentality around things has been certainly with my, with my diet and exercise in the past where it was literally like all in on something or the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Like there was no kind of like balance or in between where I might be, you know, having healthy habits and eating quite well. And you know what, if I want to have an ice cream, I'll have an ice cream. Whereas when I used to have that all or nothing um, thinking in my head, if I had something that I thought was like, oh, that's bad, it'd mean, oh, I'm off the bandwagon, may as well throw in the towel. There's no point in carrying on with my healthy you know, habits and trying to create a healthier lifestyle because I'd basically shot myself in the foot. I'd made one mistake. And then, you know, there is no kind of allowance for flexibility in all or nothing thinking. 
other times where like I've experienced this is, I don't know if you guys can relate back in, um, you know, uni or college days where you might've gone and sat an exam and there was like one question that completely threw you and you come out of the exam and everyone's like, oh, how did it go? You're like, oh my God, it was so bad. Like so bad because of that one question. And then when the results come out, you find that actually you did really well. And it was like just one question. It doesn't mean that you, you know, flunked the whole exam. Um, but that all or nothing mentality really makes you think or believe that you're a failure if like you make one mistake or one thing that, you know, is not in line with your goal. And it's that mentality around, well, why should I even bother? Like, and certainly for me, I know that something I've really had to work on is in my head, if I set myself a goal, like, you know what, I'm going to work out for 45 minutes tomorrow. I'm going to you know, get up and, um, you know, to have my like power hour in the morning for me and do all of that. If I don't do it to the T and this ties in with the whole perfectionism, um, I literally will like throw everything out and I don't do this now, but this is what I used to do. So for instance, if I woke up and I, you know, had scheduled in like, I don't know, this sounds so ridiculous guys, but like if I would schedule in like a 45 minute workout, And then I'd see that, oh my gosh, before my next appointment, I don't have time for a 45 minute workout. I only have time for a 30 minute workout. I would literally not do the workout. So I'd be like, well, no, you know what? You, you said you were going to do a 45 minute workout and now you can't do it. So you may as well just throw in the towel and, and just not even bother. And it, it, it can become really detrimental in that sense because if it's just, it's way too rigid in terms of thinking. Okay. So why it is detrimental and we'll dive into that now is because you're literally setting yourself up for failure in the sense that, you know, that perfection, that perfect like way of completing or doing something, it doesn't exist. And you're setting yourself up for those impossible expectations. And, you know, all or nothing thinking is actually classified as a cognitive distortion. So in the psych world and the world of psychology um, and therapy, like they see this as a cognitive distortion. So it's actually, um, you know, got that label and it can lead to, you know, mental health issues like anxiety and depression and certainly low self-esteem, because again, you're just setting yourself up for failure with those impossible expectations. Um, and another reason why it's, it's detrimental is because it doesn't allow us to grow or adapt. It's just too rigid, um, in a way, you know, in a thought process. And it basically oversimplifies everything. Like I said, when I was, um, first, you know, talking through what it is, it it just basically categorizes everything into two categories. Like it doesn't allow for any growth in between, you know, any outcome that's less than hundred percent equals zero. If you've messed up, basically it's pointless to keep trying You know, it really kind of denies the truth in that sense and basically encourages to encourages you to give up and quit trying. So if you feel like you're someone that maybe you relate to this, like you'll set a goal or you want to go out and you want to do something and it might not go to plan. <laughs> Does that relate? Like you feel like that you can relate to that. And the all or nothing way of uh, thinking and the mentality around it would be because it hasn't gone to plan or there's been like something that's a little different pop up or a roadblock or um, an obstacle, like you throw in the towel and you you basically just quit right there and then and think, well, what's the point of even trying? Um, So it does make it hard for us to see alternative solutions to problems or allow you to, you know, course correct along the way, which is really important part of um, going through the process of working towards achieving something because it's never going to go to plan, but not perfectly anyway. Um, and that's why perfection is such a trap. Uh, and I remember hearing once on a podcast or maybe it was a training call or something 
where someone said, you know, perfection is just another way of spelling procrastination. Like it will literally stop you from taking action because it's an illusion. Perfection doesn't exist. So you really are kind of setting yourself up for failure if you've got this idea in your head that, you know, you have to be perfect. You ha- It has to just be perfect in, in the sense of whatever it is that you're working towards, your goals, your aspirations, what you're looking to achieve and you're working towards. Um, and, you know, think about it when, you know, when people set their goals for their New Year's resolutions, especially if they're, you know, if, if they're someone that like might have had a bad year or ended the year, you know, not really where they want to be. And so what they do is they make up for all of that by being like, well, I'm just going to set some crazy big changes. Like it's, it's that all or nothing. You go from like, your weight's not in a great place. You've not got healthy habits. You've not been exercising. Your relationships aren't great. Your bank account's not great. Things at work aren't great. And then you go through that all or nothing, like, well, everything has to be perfect. I have to, I have to start 75 hard on the 1st of January where I'm only going to drink water. I'm not going to have any alcohol for 75 days. I'm going to, um, you know, run a marathon every day. I'm going to show up at work at 5am and work 12 hours a day. I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, you're just setting yourself up for failure because it's just not sustainable. And that's not, like, it's such an illusion of what's going to happen. And the reason why I'm quite passionate about this um, and as something to work on is because that literally used to be me, like, especially when it came to my eating habits and um, how I was in that sense, because in my mind, I had this illusion of like, you know, oh gosh, I fell off the bandwagon again and I've binged. And this is why binging is such a psych, like a, it's that catch 22 um, and that, uh, you know, destructive cycle where you basically are in that mentality of you binge and then you're like, well, I've fallen off the bandwagon now. So I may as well just like eat anything and everything that's, you know, quotation marks, not allowed um, or considered as, you know, bad food, naughty food. And you just kind of like overcompensate by eating it all and then feeling super sick and unwell because you've literally just stuffed your face. And then in my head, I'd be like, well, tomorrow I'm going to get up and run for an hour and drink, you know, 10 liters of green juice. I mean, I'm exaggerating in that sense, but like in my head, I really would have that mentality of being like, well, I'm going to eat so clean and I'm not going to touch sugar. I'm not going to touch this and all of that. And then setting myself up for failure because that's just unrealistic. So the minute that I deviate from that, the all or nothing mentality is like, well, I've failed. It's not worth it now. Like thrown in the towel, failed once again, Em, you suck at this. And you get in that really bad cycle of putting yourself down and it chips away at your self-esteem because, you know, I've talked about this on episodes before about the importance of confidence and self-esteem boiling down to you doing what you said you were going to do. So when you do that, it's really important for you to have that relationship with yourself, to follow through, but have realistic expectations, have things like, you know, focusing on a healthy lifestyle that incorporates balance, focusing on a healthy lifestyle that incorporates, you know, exercise in some way, shape or form. If I don't have the time to, you know, do a 45, one hour session on my Peloton, let's see if I can just get outside and go for a 20 minute walk with Roxy, like boom, tick the box. I've done, you know, something healthy. I've, I've moved my body. I've got outside in fresh air and not seeing that as a failure. Whereas in the past, I would have seen that as a failure because I didn't tick the box of doing a high intensity 45, 60 minute workout. So it's just, that's why all or nothing, you know, thinking and those thought processes really are damaging because you are kind of setting that trap for yourself in terms of setting yourself up for failure and not giving yourself that grace and allowing for flexibility for when things don't go to plan. It's like, you know, I've got something, I've got actually a up on my wall, um, in my little kind of like next to my vision board, I've got this, Uh, thing that says, you know, done is better than perfect, right? 
which is just so like something that I just live by now because I definitely struggled in the past with perfection. So here are some signs of the all or nothing thought process. If you're kind of like, "Mm, I'm not really sure if that's me or not, or if you've resonated to some of the things that I've said, Um, you know, other examples, I see it all the time and and I can relate to this in my business where I would set like certain business tasks where I'd have to, you know, do a certain amount, like a certain level of activity each day. And if I wasn't able to do that, instead of being like, well, do you know what? Maybe I'll just do 20 minutes of activity and business, you know, income producing activity with my business and, um, you know, send a few follow-up and catch up with some of my clients and things like that rather than damn I didn't have time and I didn't you know get that big long list done at least I still got something done Um, whereas the all or nothing would have been like well you failed so here are some of the signs if you struggle with low self-esteem or striving for perfection and you only see things as basically success or failure in that black or white sense then you your self-esteem is going to take a major hit because again like everything isn't black and white it's not you know success or failure it's a journey you know we're always evolving we're always growing we're always learning we're always wanting to be better and I always talk about this that we never essentially arrive because when we achieve a goal we set a new one and we work towards you know a new success so try not to see things as black and white success or failure in that sense because it's not going to help your self-esteem if you're someone that gives up easily you know are you someone that throws in the towel when one tiny roadblock or mistake happens and you beat yourself up and think oh you know it's done now there's no point it's just you know may as well just quit uh, because I see that a lot, certainly in the social marketing business that I do, you know, people hit a few challenges or roadblocks and they, and they just give up because they think, well, you know what, what's the point? Uh, and it, it's crazy because it's just like, it's just a natural part of building a business and being an entrepreneur. Like you cannot avoid that stuff, which is why it's so important to move away from that all or nothing mentality. Uh, another thing is, you know, do you procrastinate? Uh, again, you know, circling back to perfection, it's just another way of spelling procrastination uh, because they do go hand in hand. You know, you hold off taking action until you're all set or everything's perfect, but that day is never going to come because perfection is is just an illusion. And, you know, this is coming from someone who is a perfectionist and has really struggled with that in the past um, and had to work really hard on that. Are you someone that struggles with anxiety or do you feel like you jump to conclusions easily? Like say you send a message to someone and they don't reply for a couple of days in your head, you're already freaking out thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done? Why are they ghosting me? When in fact, you know what? They just read your message whilst they were out of the shops and they couldn't reply in that moment and they simply forgot to get back to you. What thought processes happen with you when those types of situations happen because that is definitely um, you know a sign of that all or nothing like thinking the worst case scenario or coming up with these scenarios in your head um, when you don't even have the facts so how do you ditch the all or nothing mentality I'm going to talk you guys through a couple of tips now that have helped me and just to get you thinking around becoming more self-aware so you can catch yourself out if you do find yourself having that all or nothing mentality so the first one is just stop and think about the possible scenarios. So getting getting away from that all or nothing, black or white, success or failure, good or bad, getting away from that and thinking like, okay, what are the different scenarios um, for my goals and for achieving success? What does that look like? Is it simply just black and white? Or, you know, say you said, and here's, here's an example to put in perspective for you. Okay, you've got an income or a financial goal where you want to make a million dollars, okay? You're like, my goal is to make a million dollars. And say you have an amazing year and it 
you know, like you're, you're well on track for your goal. And at the end of the year, when you're kind of assessing your goal, you realize that you made $950,000 that year. Would you be like, oh, I didn't make a million dollars. I failed. Oh my gosh, I'm a big fat failure. Or would you be like, wow, I still made like, I didn't make a million dollars. That's fact. But I made $950,000. Like, wow, I am awesome. What an awesome effort. That's the kind of thinking. Like, I'm not obviously using a realistic example here. I'm kind of helping you guys see why it's so important not to see black and white in that sense um, so that you can really have that perspective. Uh, the second thing is replacing all with and, you know, not thinking it's one or the other, but thinking it could be both, you know, maybe it's you're maybe you're able to, you know, achieve a healthy lifestyle by having balance <laughs> and by having some meals out and having some wine and doing things like that. Because I know for me, I didn't think that way. I was like, it's one or the other. It's either I'm on a diet being like crazy restrictive and being, you know, hashtag healthy, um, which doesn't allow for going out and having wine with friends or, you know, going to a restaurant where the food, you know, might have a few extra calories in it. That just, I, I, it was all or nothing for me. Whereas now I'm all about balance and I enjoy myself so much, but obviously I do adopt a healthy lifestyle and live by my healthy habits, habits principles. But, um, you know, I was away Easter weekend and we just wined and dined all weekend. It was fabulous. <laughs> and now I'm back in Sydney and I'm back on my, um, well, I did have my greens every morning whilst I was away, but you know, I'm back in my healthy habits, having my protein smoothies for breakfast, looking after myself in that respect. But, you know, I have balance. I'm not all or nothing like I used to be. The next thing on the list is focusing on, you know, the positives, not because the all or nothing does usually tend to focus on negatives, like in the sense that if you don't make it, you're a big fat failure. So focusing on the positives, focusing on, well, okay, if you might not have fully made, met your goal, what are some of the mini goals that you made along the way? Like what's the progress that you've made? What have you learned? How have you got better at certain skills? Focus on the positives and that, that will definitely help. The next one is to catch yourself out. And this is really more about just like picking up and calling yourself out is watching out for extreme words. So if you find that you're using phrases like always, never, totally, only, things like that, that's gonna basically be a trigger that you are in that kind of like all or nothing um, thought process. The next one is embracing mistakes. And, you know, I've talked about this before on the podcast around failing forward and, and, you know, embracing mistakes because mistakes are simply a learning opportunity. They're going to happen. And so like so many people hold back from taking action or going out and going after what they want because they're afraid of failure or they're afraid of making a mistake and thinking that people are going to laugh at them or they're going to, you know, something bad's going to happen. Like that's just such a trap for not taking action because the thing is, is that it's inevitable. You're going to make mistakes along the way, guys. I mean, I've in the last five and a half years I've been in business, I've made so many mistakes, but you know what? I learned from them and it was an opportunity to learn how to do things different, how to get better at certain skills, how to course correct, try new things. Like that's just the part of it. Every entrepreneur will say to you, lean into failure in the sense that fail forward, like take it in your stride. There is no, the only real, for me, the only real kind of example of like failure, failure is when someone quits and throws in the towel, right? So just take quitting off the, off the table. It's not an option and just embrace mistakes as learning opportunities. Uh, the next thing is, is kind of ties in with this is really just preparing for setbacks so they don't catch you off guard because they're going to happen. Just like I said, you know, stuff's going to happen. It's not going to go perfectly to plan. Just like our trip back to Sydney after the Easter long weekend, our flight got canceled and then 
um, you know, it kind of threw a whole other course of other things off, off. I had to cancel important calls. We had to, you know, try and catch a new flight, which we couldn't get one until the next day and whatever, like it's totally fine. But, you know, prepare for setbacks because things aren't always going to go to plan. Okay. Things are going to pop up. Life's going to happen and you're going to have to be fluid in the way that you respond to that and take it in your stride. Um, and just, you know, one of the sayings that I love, which I always say to my clients is everything is happening for me, not to me. And it's on the way, not in the way. Okay. So those, those can be really helpful phrases. And then the last thing I'm going to leave you guys with is be kind to yourself. Oh my gosh, stop being so hard on yourself. You know, that all or nothing mentality is definitely associated with, you know, certain, you know, like a type personalities, people that are quite cutthroat and hard on themselves, which is, you know, that, that's, that used to be me to a T. Um, I've struggled so much with being so hard on myself and putting so much pressure on myself, which is just not necessary. So be kind to yourself, give yourself some grace, you know, stop, stop talking. Like if ask yourself this, the way that you talk to yourself sometimes when you're in that kind of like negative being hard on yourself, is that how you would talk to someone you love? (laughs) Is that how you would talk to your children, your mother, your father, your best friend? Of course it's not. So why are you talking to yourself like that? Catch yourself out on it and be kind to yourself. Give yourself some grace. And that will definitely help you get away from that all or nothing mentality. So Guys, I hope that's been interesting and helpful in understanding the processes um, behind that all or nothing mentality and why it can be quite detrimental and to really understand or see if you identify with those thought processes and how to pick up on it, how to catch yourself out on it and what to do to move on from it and get away from that all or nothing thinking. So have a wonderful week. I'll see you guys again next week uh, and I look forward to chatting to you then.